Hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast. You know, after a uh, you know a, a nationwide tour, our our boy our boy Derek Devine is is back in the house. You know what I'm saying? This man has been to California. He's been to Texas, Galveston most recently, Virginia, Las Vegas. Hey man, where else have you been, man? Where you been, bro? <laughs> Hey, you forgot. I had to drive through New Mexico for about two hours too, bro. Oh my goodness, man! I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't much to see. Wasn't, wasn't much to see. I mean, at the end of the day, man. At, at, at the end of the day, man. I, you know, it's finally good to have you back in the, you know, what I'm saying in, in the studio recording, man. This podcast, bro. Welcome back, bro. Well, I've, I've missed it, man. We needed to get after it after the after our last one, man. There was too many laughs, man. I'm I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man, that was good. That how was we, good stuff. How we doing on your end, man? Doing good, man. Doing good, man. You know, just a uh, block, hey, blocking and tackling the the fundamentals, as I always say. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's Not it. Too many people do the fundamentals right, bro. Nah, man. Nah, we over here. We over here trying to block and tackle, man. So. So what what's the latest and greatest in your in your neck of the woods, man? In terms of crazy stuff you've seen lately, man. Well, dude, there's a bunch of stuff, man. You know, I don't realize I, how much stuff I'm missing sometimes until I start chopping it up with you. But man, you talking to me about all this PGA Tour stuff? That's uh, interesting. Yeah, to yeah. Say the least. Yeah, we'll, we'll and get. And then, and then the, I mean, all this NIL stuff in college is starting to. Uh, it's starting to really take off. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. It's like this this summer this this has been a summer of action. There's been a lot of action, man. This summer, bro, a yeah, lot of no, there. There should be a couple of these guys that used to play in the NCAA that should be uh, trying to get some of their money back. Oh my you goodness! Know, a couple man. players come to mind. You know, I mean, the one you know, the one player that comes to mind. I mean, when I was when I was playing in college, like you know the. Uh, the big squad that was doing something was that was back with the Reggie Bush days and USC. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, some of these NIL guys ink and deals, like I haven't even, I mean, no offense, but it's like they haven't done anything compared to like what some of those other guys have done in their career and what they were doing. I'm thinking, man, I wonder what kind of deals Tim Tebow would have inked or mm -hmm. Reggie Bush or Matt Liner. I mean, especially like being in the LA market, seriously and you start just i mean you start kind of thinking man like ncaa might might already a check seriously so, so so let's let's break this down let's break this down man so when you start looking at like the it like the ncaa right cash cow you got you know a lot millions of dollars that are being made yeah. i'm looking at i'm looking at jocelyn what's that ncaa is is, is pimping in my opinion it's so, un so. dude it's unbelievable it's it's, 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 it's unbelievable yeah it is it is pimping i just think of snoop dogg when i think of ncaa back in the day when he used to i mean it's just like they're making so much money off these kids it's mind-blowing yeah it's it's unbelievable and when you start looking at like jocelyn allo right jocelyn allo from the university of oklahoma i mean she has inked Baller. major major uh nil deal situation where whereby she she is actually I think before any um, football player she's bringing it in now I don't know what 
the transparency is, is in terms of like how much that she's making and stuff like that. But I know that she's working with some car companies, some a metrics company. Um, it's in, like good for her because she doesn't have the opportunities that, like you gave the example, football players they don't have the opportunities to make any money afterwards. No, no. So it's like, man, I hope she can. I hope she can get paid for her. I mean, I don't know much about her, but I've been looking up her stats. It's like she's setting records. Oh, she I hope is, she gets paid for her hard work. I want to say I want to say that she actually uh they they did a stat with like all her home runs. I think she's a home run leader. Like they did a stat oh, yeah. and they said that she has amassed something like 5 miles worth of home run trots around the around the bases, bro. Goodness. Like like she dude, I think she ended up batting 500 for her career. So you want to talk? That's insanity, dude. You want to talk about sea ball, hit ball? She was doing all of that, you know what I'm saying, and then some. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you know they say, and you know they say their reaction time has, uh, 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 they have even less time to react than uh, major leaguers do. Man, because of how close that is, it's, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think several years ago, uh, when I was working with the Rangers, man, they brought out they brought out this pitcher, and I forget her name, and I have video of it. She was striking out our dudes, man. It was so, dude. It was so funny. You, so, Joe, you remember? I know you remember the show. I, you have to. You remember that show, Pros versus Joes? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So they brought that girl. I believe her name, probably the most famous pitcher of all time in softball, was Jenny, Jenny Finch. Finch. Jenny Finch. She came on there, and they had these just Joes, these scrubs, talking, talking <laughs> so much mess to her, bro. And she destroyed oh, these Oh, no doubt. It was, I mean, it was unbelievable. And for me, it was like, I've never been around any of that. Yeah. And to see that for the first time, I mean, you want to talk about, you want to talk about developing an incredible amount of respect for a sport you never saw before. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that was unbelievable to see what those girls could do. Yeah, softball is, is, is no joke, man. I loved I loved working with the softball team when I was, uh, you know, strength coach in college. I mean, they're some of the most grittiest, just hardworking athletes you'll ever be around. And I think, you know, good for Jocelyn Allo. I think that um, what they're doing there in terms of the NIL deal – I think it's powerful because not only are you putting women on the map, but this is like NIL deal done right, right? It's 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 a win-win. It's a win for the university. And on top of it, she's a great player. She's a great player, great person. And you start adding that together, I mean, not only does her brand and stock rise, but also anybody who's associated with her and the university. So, I mean, you want to talk mm-hmm. about NIL deal done well, man. Kudos to her. Uh, and it, yeah, you good know, for her. Yeah, you know, it's just like I, I just wish that, you know, just like we have MLB, that there is a league, you know what I'm saying, uh, for players like her just to really dominate and do their thing. So, man, kudos to her once again. Yeah, because that's, the th- you know, I, I, I'm excited for, for people – like her to get something like that because it's just the uh, that's one of the sports that you just don't have the real opportunity out, outside of college yeah. to do anything. Uh, I, I mean, you're just going to have a championship ring or a, or some memories, but you're not going to have any way to build a future for yourself. Yeah, and so it looks like that's going to start adding in. I mean, what are you thinking of the people that think this is a bad thing? So, <laughs> great question. 
So you look at what has happened recently with Jimbo Fisher and Deion Sanders and Nick Saban and all the, you know, especially with, between Jimbo and Nick, right? I mean, those two have a familiarity, you know, as the, oh, old, yeah. as the old saying goes, familiarity breeds contempt. And you start talking about the accusations, man, like Jimbo came out and started railing on old uh, Nick Saban in terms of, hey, uh, you know, you know, check into his history, check into his past, yeah. because you know uh, of the comments that Nick made in, ter- in terms of, hey, you know, these guys. Yeah, are I there. thought of, I thought of old Denny Green when he was doing that one. Oh, they are man. who we thought they were. Yeah, and we let him off the hook. Yeah, and that's what he was pretty much saying about old boy Nick. Hey, you can't, you can't, hey. you can't, you can't talk about buying play. He's like, man, they bought all their players, and I would have taken offense to that too. I'm telling you. You know, and so I, it, yeah. it, it's funny. It's funny what happens, right? Like, like Dion. Dion is building a program from the ground in HBCU. You know, mm-hmm. traditionally mm-hmm. is not. You know, I mean, traditionally HBCUs they're not putting out droves of NFL talent and you know NBA no, talent, but they are. Put, they're putting out really good players, putting out really good players, and now Dion is breaking the mold and saying, "Hey, look, huh." We can compete with all of you guys. We can compete with all of you guys. And now people are starting to get their feelings hurt. You know, that's the thing, too, is, you know, you have to love competition, you know, at that level. But I think what people are starting to realize is, like, why not go over and play with Dion and get to play where – there's going to be, I think there's more of an opportunity in that. Now, you know, he's created a very good program with a ton of, uh, you know, competition, but it's like, I think it, you start getting to like Alabama. It's like, dude, it's just, we're just going to get three more dudes in here and then three more dudes in here. And then you start thinking to yourself, like how many things have to happen for me to have an opportunity here? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, and I think guys are, you know, it's kind of like you're the big man on campus and, you know, they, they, they don't like how things are shaking out. So they want to take their ball and go home. Yeah. I think, I think when you start looking at it from a macro level perspective, you have Jimbo who's firing off Dion, who's defending his program. And then you have Nick who's firing off, who's literally sitting at the top of the mountain. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I forget about y'all for a second. I want to hear from the kids. Like the, these, yeah. these young men and women are going to these schools and guess what we want to do? All we want to do is play. That's all. Yeah, we, that's, it's like it's, it's it's like it's getting further away from that now. Yeah, that that's all we want to do is play, and it has become so business centric that mm-hmm. we forget about that. So it's like, man, like all we wanted. You ask any college athlete what they want to do on their team, and they're going to tell you the same thing. I just want to play. And now it's yep. just like you got you know you have you know administrators, coaches. Oh, they're buying players. Oh, man, dude, y'all, yeah, that's not what it's about, man. So, um, speaking of playing, speaking of playing, want to kind of get into this topic of you know this this next iteration of sports. You know what? Several years ago, I don't even know what the exact date. I saw something, Derek. I saw something, man. I saw Bring me in. Bring I, saw, me in. I saw I saw this thing on NBA jerseys, these these little patches, right? Okay. And and, and they were obviously sponsors, right? So you see like little pay, oh, yeah. you know, PayPal, you know Vista print. Vista print. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh you just you see all these, you know, crypto. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, you see all these these sponsors 
And I'm like, ugh. My, my first, see, my first response was like, ugh. Like, that's making the jersey look nasty. I don't like the way that looks. Oh, yeah. You know, what is this, a, a NASCAR, uh, you know, a uh, vehicle? <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah NASCAR looks like a, a 10-year-old's lunchbox with a bunch of stickers all over it. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm, I'm, sitting, yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, that be, it becomes like a thing. And they're wearing these on the jerseys, and and it's it's they're naming the arenas after these companies, and it's just like yo, so, you know, I've always been interested in in that whole dynamic, you know, in terms of sponsorship and sports, and something recently, for those that don't know, something recently happened where, whereby there were several pitchers for the Tampa Bay Rays, I believe, that refused to wear uh, it was a rainbow patch, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, in support of the LGBTQ um, plus community. And it raised a, a big deal, right? Like, man, how come you're not supporting? And then, okay, my faith. Oh, of course. You know, it was just like, hey, my faith. You know, I'm not wearing it because of my faith. And then people were just absolutely going off on these dudes on Twitter, these pictures, right? Uh, I think it was mo- mostly pictures on Twitter. And it's just like, man, you know, you, you can't win because it's like if you stand for yourself, people get mad. If you don't support, people get mad, you know, and it's then you have to defend yourself. And my question to you is, what are your initial thoughts, man, just about, you know, wearing these patches, you being the athlete, the performer working for a big organization? Yeah, like my viewpoint of it is it's a complete double standard with certain topics and certain issues. And. I, it's, I think a lot of this is turned into like a peer pressure or a strong arming or a, your jobs on the line or, or anything along those lines. Is there, is there really starting to push into this and a guy should have a right to say, you know what? No, I'm good. I don't want to, I'm not, you know, it's like, there's one thing to say, Hey, you know what? I don't want to support that. And then there's another thing to say. Uh, I'm completely against this. You know, that's ridiculous. That lifestyle's absurd. That's disgusting. It's like a guy should be able to have his own opinion. He's not, he's not spewing hate. He's not, you know what I mean? It's like, but like as a choice, I should be able to have, I mean, that's what we, that's what we say America. What's so great about America is the freedom within it. Mm -hmm. And so you have a freedom to be gay. You know, like you have a freedom to live that lifestyle you want, and that's fine. Like that's that's not even what we're talking about. The problem is, is we should still be allowed to have the freedom to say, hey, you know what? I don't want to have to give my opinion on it, but I'm not going to wear a patch on my jersey. Like yeah. I have the ability to say, hey, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's like they had there was a there was a big deal about this new Disney movie that came out or is going to come out here in the next couple of days. This new Buzz Lightyear film. And from what they're saying in some of these Saudi Arabia co- uh, uh, countries, these Middle Eastern co- countries, they have banned the film from being seen mm-hmm. because there is a lesbian. There's two women in there in a relationship. And there is a scene from what I'm, I've read. I haven't seen the movie. It's not out yet. And there's a scene where they kiss. And so you have some of these countries saying, now you won't be able to see that in this country because we don't believe in that. That's not okay with us. Yeah. And I think that is something very special about the United States is men and women have 
died for the freedoms of this country to provide opportunities for people to live that lifestyle. And if you want to live that, that's great. But I should still be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm good off of that. Yeah. Like the freedom has to go both ways. Yeah. I'm not talking about hate. I'm not talking about giving my opinion on on something from a negative platform. I'm not talking about that. But I shouldn't, my job shouldn't be on the line. I shouldn't feel pressure to do something, uh, you know, to not be hated or to maybe lose my job or to be portrayed as as somebody that hates gay people or or, or homosexuals or w whatever direction we want to go with that, yeah. right, Joe? It's like, and yeah. that's where it goes. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, you bring up some good points and I think I, I agree with your points. I agree with you 100%. You know, I want to tie like, 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 so if we if we remove ourselves from the personal conversation right and you look at the business yeah. conversation let's look at the business conversation right because yeah. i think this is kind of where things get blurry you know what i'm saying and, yes. and for me for our listeners today like i want to i want to provoke thought like i, I want to provoke thought um everyone needs to be free to think for themselves right like i don't like i don't you know you can believe whatever you want and you know I, I still want to be your friend you know what i mean I, i've said that before like we can yeah. still we can still be friends and so when you look when you look at the when you look at the the business conversation hey i'm a multi-billion dollar franchise and hey yes. these are our sponsors and hey we're doing this tonight we're doing this this week we're doing this this month and this is going to be part of your jersey this is going to be part of your uniform this is going to be part of what we do it's going to be uh, uh in the handouts it's going to be on the posters it's going to be on the wall it's going to be on your clothing and hey put this on real quick right and so mm -hmm. i, I want to play devil's advocate real quick because you know obviously the, you know uh Certain, there are certain things that are symbolic and they are sacrosanct to certain groups, right? And yes. so uh, a flag, a rainbow flag is sacrosanct. It is symbolic to a certain group. If I see a cross, it's symbolic to a certain group. If I see anything that uh, depicts you know, Judeo-Christianity, um, yes. uh, the Star of David, uh, uh, it can be an upside-down star. It can be a pentagram, right? It, you know, if if I'm not with uh, devil worship, okay, for an example, should I be forced to to wear that on my jersey? If the uh, organization that I work for wants to put that on the jersey, mm -hmm. right? I mean, so there are so many things, man. There, I mean, it can even go down to brands, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't want to support that brand. There are certain athletes that I know and certain people that I know that they don't like certain brands because of sweatshop and labor laws. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. there are other people that are like, man, y'all are crazy. It's just a product like whatever, you know, you know. And, and so, you know, you can go a million ways with this. But from a business standpoint, from a business standpoint, I think that the conversation is even more cutthroat. It's more cutthroat. Because mm -hmm. because now I remember, dude, I remember when we were in college, right? We were, when we were in college. Uh, we all wore Nikes, bro. Like, oh, all, yeah. like we love Nikes, like Nike Speed TDs, best, best cleat ever. Right. Yeah. And then oh, a, yeah. then Adidas comes in is like, nah, man, uh, we're going to we're going to make a, uh, a contract. We're going to sign a contract with your university. And guess what, buddy? You and all your teammates have to wear Adidas. Oh, yeah. And we hated it. 
We hated Adidas, bro. And no no offense to Adidas because Adidas has obviously evolved in their brand and they make way better uh, products yeah, now. But yeah, I remember yeah. guys, I remember guys, the you know, the, the older veterans, they would take, dude, they would take uh, um, their speed TDs. They would paint those jokers black or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they would wrap tape around it and 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 then spray paint the three stripes, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think 100%. Again, I want to be thought provoking here, but this conversation can go so many ways because you, there's like the personal and then the, I mean, don't, and then the business. Yeah, but don't you think there's pressure on those businesses to to go in that direction as well? I mean, like you take the NFL, right? Or the NBA or Major League Baseball. You don't think they're feeling pressure? Oh, the- like the, the, there, like, there's always pressure. The, there the, has to, there has to be the there is a pressure on them. Like, oh, what are you doing to show your support for this? Right. Because if you don't, then well, are you against who we are? Do you? I mean, there is that spin on that, and for that's sure. why I think you have this. That's why there. I mean, like I, you know, there's things that the NFL is constantly putting out right now in the off season and. They're constantly just trying to keep engagement, right? Because training camp ain't here yet. The season's not here yet, blah, 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 right? So it's all free agency talk, all this stuff. But there's, or there's specials or there's things there's putting out. And there is a huge push right now to go down that direction of, uh, of that environment. And it's like, well, there, they have to be, there has to be that involvement with them as well. Yeah, there's a you have the court of public opinion, right? There's a court, oh, yeah. there's a, there's there's perception and then there's reality. And I always say, hey man, reality is reality. And at yeah. the at the end of the day, man, like you know, agendas are huge, dollars are huge, control oh, yeah. control, man, power is huge, and people want that. Yes, people want that. And unfortunately, how we started this conversation in terms of, hey, I have a right to choose, right? Yeah, you have a right to choose, but there's also this thing called uh, uh, peer pressure. There's also this thing called yeah. the, called uh, um, you know I don't even want to get into this conversation because you know we hear the word tolerance a lot, you know. And my thing is like I don't like the word tolerance because mm-hmm. you, you know what you tolerate? You tolerate things that are painful. You tolerate things that are a nuisance. I don't want anybody to tolerate me, right? When I no. say when I to- tolerance has a negative con- connotation. Like I want somebody to accept me, right? Or, or I want somebody to 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 want to break bread with me, to be in my company, and vice versa. I don't want, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Derek came over the other night, man. We tolerated him, him and his family. You know, we tolerated him for two hours. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, you know, I think it's a really interesting conversation. And you know, what happens if you put a, a you know, a satanic patch on a, on a jersey now? What do you happens if you put, that? What, what happens like, if you put a satanic or a uh, a star of David, or if you put a cross, or if you put uh, something that has uh, significance like, in if, Islamic or in what Islamic? If you, or what uh, if you put something culture. like a what if what if we did a patch that had to be pro Second Amendment? Yeah, or a gun, you know, like yeah, or you know, what I mean, like yeah. let's just go into like pro guns. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like there's so many different things, right? My whole issue, like, like you know how we talk about like. One thing that's really hard for me is like leader, like let, let me and you have a, a huge agreement with this one is like leaders that abuse their authority. Oh, I can't stand Which is bad that. leaders. Like I can't stand that stuff. For me, another one is I can't stand a double standard. Like, hey, if it is, if you want to live that lifestyle, that's fine. Like if I agree with it or not, 
like we can talk about that. Yeah. But like as a lover of Jesus, as Christian men, like we've talked about, it's my job to love you. I can do Correct. that without agreeing with your lifestyle. Yeah. But it's like, I don't hate, I don't hate that lifestyle. You know, we don't have to talk about agreement or, or, or disagreement. We can, but it's my job to love you. Yeah. And I can do that while still saying, Hey, you know what? I don't want that patch on my Jersey. And the tough thing is, is it's like, there's a pressure to accept that or you hate it when it's like, there, yeah, there's, yeah, there's this unspoken take it or yeah. leave it mentality. But it, it's not culture. that with the other stuff though, Joe. Yeah. Like there's no pressure to sit here and be pro guns, pro military. Like what if we had to say you need to be pro police or you know what? Your sales are going to go down. We're going to say you hate people. We're going to help make sure people know you hate such and such and your business is going to suffer for that. You start you see, you're start you're starting you you are starting to see that though. I mean, this is 100%, this 100%. So, so dude. this this is my thing though, right? That's what's happening. This this is my thing, right? It's just like how dumb are we? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Are we yes. to relegate ourselves to you know, I, I don't want to say two options, but how how dumb are we as a people, as an evolved oh. evolved people to be able to say, look, because you wear a mask, I don't like you. Because you're a oh, Democrat, yeah. I don't like you. Because That's you exactly what it is. Because you, because you want to have guns, you know, uh, um, I you're don't forced, like you. Oh, you, then you're you're on board with all these school shootings. Then you're helping support that. There are so like, many. Whoa. Yeah, there there are so many conversations in between the extremes, and that's what I don't like. Like there are so many conversations that are in between the extremes. Man, we had a powerful, powerful conversation, man, during the whole George Floyd deal, and mm-hmm. and and players that did not want to wear the Black Lives Matter. Right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it was it's the same conversation. You know what I'm saying? It, it is. And, oh, well, then you hate black people. It's like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. There's, how do we go from zero to 100 yeah, here? Yeah. Well, it's 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 layered. It's layered because you have Black Lives Matter, the organization, and then you have yeah. the statement of the phrase Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? And th- although they can work in tandem, there are two completely different conversations that re- that deserve their time at the table. And what I've always yes. said that what I've always said, and I will say it again, is that all this stuff that we're talking about, man, this is a mature conversation for mature people. And you better pull up to the table because it's going to be a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't like, oh, it's this extreme and this is is this extreme and the conversation's well, over this is this is a this is a conversation that you have to parse back history you have to parse back knowledge and context and well, and, and, that's, intent. and that's and that's something we talked about before the podcast was you know that there's also a thing too where I'm a white man and you're a black man we've been friends for 20 years there yeah. are things in your life I will never understand. Correct. There are things in my life you will never understand. But the problem is, I think even within that, it's like, so we pull up to a table to talk about something. We can do that because you know what? I want to learn. Yes. Hey, and you want to learn. We're open to hearing and growing and saying, hey, you know what? That viewpoint on my end, man, it is wrong. Can you give me some insight? 
help me see some of this. That's the problem is I think at times it's like, you're a white guy, man. You don't know what we're going through. It's like, okay, well, thank you for guaranteeing me that I'll never know what you're going through. And for the, I may and, never, and, I never may experience it, but yeah. I'd love to try to understand it or, or provide me some perspective so that I can support, love, help. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no doubt. And, and for the, and for the point, listener, the, for the listener, yeah. I hate, hate to cut important you said something that's very important that i want to make sure that people hear is like even before our phone call uh, before this podcast today like you and i were talking about some of these matters right yes. and we were we were putting some meat on the bone in terms of hey man like this is some context like this is you should know this or oh why does this happen in society and it's applauded or how come this person can take you know take this when this is what he's putting out how can he take this stance with this is what he's been putting out but his family background looks like this and so yes there's all kinds of different things um and again it's layers that need to be talked about but don't the problem with most people allow i won't even say most i would say a lot yes of people is that they don't want to take the time no they don't i i want to do a podcast at some point maybe even bring in some other you know, experts just in, the, in in terms of the difference between sympathy, empathy, and compassion, because there's a difference between mm -hmm. all. There's a difference between all of that, right? There's a difference between all of that, and many people want to have drive-by conversations. Well, that's the thing, like Joe. That's the thing, like you you were talking about. Is it's like there's so much in between, and nobody wants to talk about any of that. It's just, it's just. Oh, you're this. Well, then you're that. Yeah, I mean, like, and I remember, you know, the, the, there was the huge kneeling deal in the NFL for the flag, the whole deal. And I remember Drew Brees came out and said, I don't believe in kneeling. I, be I believe in showing support for the troops, for the for the flag and for the country. I, be I that's what I believe in. And and you haven't heard anything about Drew Brees being racist or a bad teammate or any of those things. And yet there was just an onslaught where he has to have this huge public apology the next day. And it's like, how do we go from zero to a hundred in that? I he think can't support our country and troops and, and still say, Hey, you know what? But I do believe in what we're talking about. Yeah. There are issues that, that do need attention. And I support those. Yeah. He needed to, because of the context, see a lot of many, many things, Many things come down to um, they come down to context. They come down to uh, you know explanation, uh, yeah. and and it comes down to timing, especially when you're talking about something that is so emotionally and politically charged as what we're talking about right now. And oh, yeah. so and so when he said those things, it was just like, oh, okay, well, and that's what I was getting at earlier, right? How stupid are yeah. we? To, to relegate our thinking it, it, and we break it down. It's like a freaking, you know, fraction. We try to break it down to the, the least common denominator, you know, uh, and, and we try to say, oh, you know, it, it, it's it's not it's it's like this. And I'm going to put everything in this box. It's it's all like this. Like, no, no, no. Like, that's not how exactly. it, that's not how it is there. There are multiple conversations and spinoffs and, and breakout rooms if you will when it comes to these charged topics and i can't speak for anybody else but for me you know for me as you know in my faith and what i believe in 
you have to you have to be you know kingdom mind kingdom minded you know what i'm saying and look at you know the big picture and and yes literally hey what would jesus do okay he would do this this is what he did i'm gonna do what he did i'm gonna just do what he did and i'll be okay you know and so um great conversation obviously we can talk about these things for such a for a long time but um <laughs> yeah and, and we'll come back to this but man real quick man nba finals you know a little something a little lighter something a little lighter <laughs> nba finals hey i picked this i picked the, uh, I, I well, heard you. I heard you. Yeah, man, you were a hey, hey, bro. You were yeah. you were in you vacation. You said Golden State, Golden State. And what else did I say? Absolutely. What else? I, I said Golden State and what? In how in many six, games? Right? Didn't you say in six? Hey, what's the game? What, what game are we on tonight? What's the, no? Are you there, bro? It's you game, there? It's, it's game it's six game tonight. Six. It's game six tonight, I'm, bro. I'm telling you, man. It's kind of. I'm man. trying. I'm trying to tell these cats out here. I'm trying to tell them. I'm trying to tell them, man. Y'all, y'all should listen. You should listen. What are your thoughts, man? What do you got, man? Oh, you know, like you, you just you can't really argue with the. Uh, I, I mean, I think Steph Curry is is a very very special talent. Um, I think what they have over there in Golden State's been really, really unique, man. And the cool thing is, man, is is to see that they've kind of had some consistently different players over their you know over their kind of like dynasty and it's pretty special to see how they keep plugging guys in and finding new guys and, and finding success with it i mean you i think that if they win tonight if they win this finals you have to start talking about Steph Curry in a different uh realm here man oh without question you, man. i think you do i mean i think he gets a ton of respect don't get me wrong i do but I think it's also a little different because he's not the classic 6'8", you know, LeBron, Michael, you know, Kobe. And so it's a little different. But, uh, man, I could also say, man, I don't think there has been another guy that has changed the landscape of of a, a sport. I mean, let alone just the NBA like Steph Curry. I Man. mean, everybody. I mean, it's like it's now the three ball game, dude. bro. Bro, there, there was and one, one, and of, that is because of him, dude. One of one of my uh, old coaches, uh, a coach I used to work with. He goes, "Man, back in the day when I was playing, if you were six, he said, what did he say? He said, if you were six three and over, and you dared to shoot a three pointer, oh, you would be on the bench. bench. You'd be bench. on the bench before yeah. you knew it." And it's, I mean, I just, I, I, so I think that is really cool to see. Um, I, you know, I like, uh, I like Boston, man. I want to see, I want to see Jason, Jason Tatum get something. Um, and, and I, I like it too, when you can have, like, I want to get back to kind of like the rivalries in the NBA where there's several good teams, you know, I don't want to be the, like the, you know, like the people that were the Patriot haters, like just cause golden state's good. I want them to lose. I ain't trying to be all like that. Cause that's where people are really at. Like, I mean, I'm sick of these cats. Get these dudes out of here. Yeah. But it's like, dude, no man. I mean, Steph Curry, you know, Clay Thompson, Andre Iguodala, like all those guys been around for so long doing well, man. It's like kudos, bro. Like kudos. But I would love to see, I would love to see kind of just, to have just more, more competition in the NBA, kind of have it a little bit more spread out, you know, would be cool to see, man. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of hard. It's, it's one of those, because I've been watching the series, it's kind of one of those where you just keep thinking to yourself, 
you know, like Boston's just delaying the inevitable, like Golden State's going to win this. It's just tough, man. When you can shoot the ball as well as Golden State can, it's like, are they ever really out of a game? No. I mean, because, because, so, I mean, you get, thing, you, you get, you get two to three defensive stops and then you get, you know, you know, you get Clay, you get Steph shooting two to three, you know, three yeah. pointers. All of a sudden now the game, it's a, you know, however many points swing in the other direction. I mean, that's the thing, man. It's like, dude, those guys, I mean, Golden State, man, they, they score nine points in 25 seconds, bro. It's ridiculous. Down and man. back, poop, poop, you know, and it's like, and then you start bringing up, not just the three ball, but like where their range actually begins is really at a place where it's like, I didn't even think to D this dude up that deep. Yeah. You know, like they're pulling up from half court, bro. And and just, and it's like, that's a, you know, you're hearing people like, Oh, what a great shot. You know, like, cause you know, there's some guys like, that's not a smart shot, man. What are you doing that for? That's not you. Like you can't say that for Steph and clay and those guys. You just can't. No, nah, no, nah, man. No, nah, it's it's a so it's like, you know, I don't think that I don't think Boston can win in Golden State. So either way, if they take that one in Boston. I don't think they they're not going to beat Golden State in Game Seven at home. I yeah. don't think they can do that. Yeah, uh-uh. that's crazy. So, <laughs> uh, tour is backed by the Saudi Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. And the country's we you know what we call that Joe we call that long money long money bro long, long money. money so so you, Mohammed you know, bin we call bo- that, bo- that that uh that Randy Moss straight cash homie straight cash homeboy so Mohammed bin Sal- Salman is the one who chairs the fund and they are raking out major cheese for this thing <laughs> and guys are saying you know what hey I know what y'all you know you know how you know how it is it's like oh y'all. What are y'all eating for lunch over there? Oh, y'all eating peanut butter and jellies? Ah, oh, man, we gonna go over here, bro. We gonna hey. we gonna we gonna hit up that sizzler. <laughs> we got, hey, you know, we got we got some surf and turf over here, fellas. You know Which what I'm one, saying? What do you want? Yeah. I mean, so dude, they're if, handing out they're handing out change your life money. Dude, is so, what they're doing. So this this guy Charles Charles Schwartzel that won first place four million. Uh, the the second place dude. Um, Henny Duplessis, two point one two five million. This is for second place, bro. Buddy, hey, Brandon Grace hey, and Peter Uline. <laughs> hey, the, the the and there's two dudes that tied for third. They're getting one point five milli. <laughs> there's they, not even that big of a discrepancy. No, but this is the third, bro. This is the cold part. This is the cold part. The ninth place dude. Is getting 580 G's, half a million. Bud, the ninth place guy. Wow, and it gets better. It gets better. The hey, what 40... do I get for ninth place in the Masters? Oh, what do I even goodness. get, bro? Oh, we what have to I, look that 20 one up. Grand? What do I even get? We're gonna have to look that one up, dude. The 48th place guy, Andy Ogletree, 120 grand. Bud. 40, duh, See, duh, dude, 48th that's, that's place, like, bro. That's like that's like everybody gets a ribbon nowadays, bro. No, no, no. That's not everybody. Everybody gets a check. <laughs> a big check. <laughs> uh, you know sure. what I'm saying? How you paying for that, Randy? Straight cash, homie. Straight yeah. cash. I'm telling you. And then the PGA is hot. They hot. Have you ever, hey, real quick. Have you ever heard that one clip? You know, that, that viral clip online? Uh-huh. Emotional damage. 
That's what that is. That's what that is. Some straight emotional damage, dog. Like like PGA, they they don't know what they don't dog, they don't know what to do with themselves, man. Emotional nah, you know, damage. It, what happened is it's like we had a new we had a, a good looking girl just transfer in and she getting all the attention. They mad about it. Is really what happened. All of yep. the attention. All the attention. All of it. It's it's crazy. It's gonna be very interesting to see how uh this thing plays out, man. Oh yeah. So I think, real- dude, it's like I, uh, good, for, you know, for me too. It's like again, it's like good for those guys, man. Go get your money. Yeah, like that's I'm all, you know, we we've, we've discussed this too. I'm always gonna be pro stu- like pro athlete, pro always, player. man, all the time, always pro player. It's like, dude, you guys are getting, you guys are getting filthy rich off these dudes, and they're coming for a bigger piece of the pie, as they should. And what happened was, is you mad because now they got a little bit more on their plate, and that's and that's garbage, man. I'm not for that. Yeah. So so obviously there, you know, there has been so the other side of this, right? As far as the human the human uh, rights side, the tapestry of humanity that we talk about often, you know, is that you know there there obviously has been a link to 9/11 and. And uh, you know Khashoggi's death, the the, the man who was uh, you know killed there, killed, um, and there's all the, obviously a tie right to, to to this government. And some people are suggesting, hey man, like these players, they're getting paid in blood money, right? Okay. Um, and so you know it, it's just it's just not right, and it's just one of those things, man, where I I just think that for every player, they have to make their decision just like the conversation we had a few minutes ago yeah again, your, why is that how is that my job to police yeah what, what what is your decision you know what i'm saying and and why are you making that decision what is your, what is your why what is you know and, and, and mm-hmm. you, you got to be able to sleep at night and if you can sleep at night hey man we can still be friends i may disagree See, with you but we can still t- be friends that's the tough thing joe is it's like we're getting back to why is it my job to police your life Dude, you're a grown man. It's like Tiger wa- Tiger Woods want to go get paid from A, B, or C. Why is that any of my say? Yeah, and you know, and, and you know, yeah. you know what's you know what's crazy to your point is that this, and we talked about this before, is that this is yeah. how golfers and tennis players, especially, this is how they make their money. They go and they go on tours and they uh, they qualify for tournaments. That's how they make their money. So the the that's the uh, I mean outside of the top, you know what, 10, 15 guys? I mean cuz who who, you know, it's like a lot of those guys it's like I'm not getting a tailor-made check every year. I mean every month. Mm-hmm. Nike's not making my cleats. You know like I may get I may get I might have a deal with them where they give me clothing and things like that, but it's like that's not paying my mortgage. Right, like that, you know. So it's like a lot of these guys, man. If they're not winning tournaments, then you know what this turns into—a hobby. It's not a profession. Then uh, a high, I, I need uh, to make an expensive a, hobby, a, an expensive hobby, and that's the tough thing, man. Is it's like, okay, well, let me put this spin on it. I want your opinion. I could be dead wrong about this. Okay, so let's let's go on the blood money, nine eleven. Let's let's just go down that route for just a second. So. If that is the case, if that's an argument the PGA may or may not have, why aren't you willing to part with some more of your money then? Pay these guys more. Like, yeah, and it, 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 it's no, it's like because there's because there is funds to go around, Joe. 
there yeah. are funds to go and, around. And, and I and I and and all my golf people out there, uh, you know, if you have thoughts on this, please send please. me a message, email me. I'm gonna get some uh, some of our golf contacts on this call because there are so there are so many layers to this conversation that I want to know, even from an international. Uh, perspective and uh, from a business perspective because again i don't claim to be an expert on this i'm not i want to learn more about this uh obviously Mm -hmm. but one of the things that i uh came across was that the way that the pga was set up was i think it was a 501c6 um which gives you certain tax you know benefits much benefits yeah much does a 501c3 but it's a little bit different and there from what it was explained from what was explained it's hard it's literally hard for the pga to shell out this type of money and stay afloat so guess what there's another competitor who can and guess what people are lining up for that surf and turf and that meal over there you know what i'm saying yeah so that's the thing so they mad because now they got to try to find a way to get rid of the money telling you man come on man that's it's just kind of like again it's like this sounds like it's a you problem not a me problem so why so why are you you know it's just like man i don't uh, it just seems like what you're trying to do is you're trying to have a monopoly and you're trying to strong arm people with that monopoly i'm not down for that yeah that's that's garbage you know again that goes back to the to it's like uh, they're just going to take their ball and go home yeah, you know. it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But as we get ready to hard pivot, you know, um, we got a couple man. more things. But like, hey, man, we all know who Dennis Rodman is, right? Oh yeah, he, he has best he has rebounder a, of all time, of all arguably time. best defensive man of all of time. all time. I of mean, all the, time, the dude did not stuff, even close. The dude did stuff that no one else has ever done. Like he married himself. Like the dude married himself, bro. Like who, who <laughs> does was, that? Hey, you know what? He was another all star on Pros vs. Joes, man. Oh my goodness, man! That dude was Our, phenomenal, they, phenomenal they a, athlete. They had a they had a rebound competition. Cats couldn't get nothing off that dude. Oh man, come on! I'm man. telling dude, you, best cats, best in the game. Cats in the NBA couldn't get nothing off of him. You know what I love, man? Is like what I think. You know, they uh, I watched that. Uh, which you probably watched that 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 big series on the Bulls. Uh, which, which one? You talking about they Last Dance? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch that Last Dance, and it's like, and just some of the stuff they talked about with just. You know how dedicated and how hard work. You know, like he always got spun off as just this party guy and all this stuff. But it was cool to hear some of those guys talk about just how talented Dennis Rodman was. Yeah, man, thoroughbred, straight up thoroughbred, unbelievable, man. So he has a daughter, Trinity Rodman. You know, one of his daughters, and yes, she signed soccer player, right? Yep, yep, yep. Signed the largest contract in the history of the National Women's Soccer League. So she's getting one point one million. And correct me if I'm wrong here. I, I think it's a four year deal, but it's a it's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. Yeah, I believe you're right. It's a four year deal, man. That's I mean, that's you know, it is cool to start seeing some of these women athletes start really uh, getting something, you know, because it's always like I know there's that whole thing where it's like, you know, people in WNBA really ain't making that much money and. Softball players really don't have an environment, or you know, you can get in some of those Olympic sports, but what are they going to do for you? And it's, I think it's really cool to to see that now. You know, it really is. I mean, in line with what our our, our prior conversation about, you know, Jocelyn Allo, you know, it's really cool, you know, to see to see that. You know, oh and yeah. Apparently, 
Trinity, I don't know if this is a fact or not, but apparently she didn't play college. I mean, she comes from really? a she comes she comes from a, a talented uh, gene pool. You know what I'm saying? But oh, appa- yeah. apparently, she didn't play college, uh, and then I think she, if I'm not mistaken, I think she made the women's national team too, bro. Like the U.S. national team. No way. So, so I mean, it's really cool, and you know how it is. It's like, man, you have a you have a father, you have a family member who's a big time figure you know oh in, yeah in americana and it's just like man her whole thing is like hey i'm trying to make a name for myself and and you know kudos you know i think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention some of the efforts that were made by a lot of uh, of the women you know uh, like megan rapinoe and others that fought for women's pay because now the u.s men's and women's soccer teams will be paid equally under this new really deal. yeah they're going to be ba- they're going to get paid equally and i and i so believe- what do you think Oh, you talking just the national, like for the, the Olympic national team? team? Yep, yep. The national okay, team. Okay, because yep. that's different. That's different than like the regular. Right, right. Get down. I get that. Okay, I, I okay for sure. So, so, uh, so apparently, in this in this settlement, right? Uh, there's obviously there's a, this long long standing dispute, and they're they've agreed to pay the two teams equally in the next contract. Like the, the, I think it's their okay. version of the CBA, their their union contract. And they're gonna give the women's team twenty two milli in back pay, bro. Word? Are they gonna be paying some of the uh, the previous players? I don't know, but if I'm a previous player, you know what I'm doing? Hey, we're hey, hey when's the meeting? Lawyer, when- <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> yeah. you know lawyer. Where's that? Hey, where, where's that? Where's lawyer? Hey, hey listen, I'm, about to, I'm I'm gonna find out where the meetings are, and I'm showing up. Yeah. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm like hey. if I'm like Mia Ham, buddy. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm up in there. I mean, that's what I'm telling you. If I'm Reggie Bush right now, man, I'm a, I'm at the NCAA headquarters today. Hey, hey so so with remember, papers to serve because no somebody had to give me my back pay. And I, you, you know what you're gonna do is you're gonna give me my Heisman back. Oh and, my uh, goodness, that was <laughs> terrible, bro. <laughs> I mean, but it's like I mean that is good, man. It's like I was watching something the other day on the. You know, all they, all they, uh, you know, they kind of don't get talked about a lot because of the men's like Olympic dream team, right? Was the women's dream team. And just how, I mean, Cheryl Swoops and yeah. uh, Rebecca Lobo and um, Rebecca Lobo. There's so many that I'm missing that were just unbelievable. I mean, it's like, and it's like they paved the way for these sports now. No doubt. And it's like, man, you know, I, I just remember like the Wheaties box when the when uh, Mia Hamm and the, and they and they won. It's like, man, they paved the way for this. They should be getting some back pay. Yeah, they really should, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. So, no, yeah. good for her. That's good, man. So, ah, uh, one of my favorite players in the NBA right now is Draymond Green. Oh, bud, D- Dr- we Draymond, might, bud, dude. we might. You know what? We. We ain't finna see eye to eye on this one, then, bro. Let me tell you something. No, Draymond's, no, regardless of how you feel about Draymond, Draymond has a special energy that I want to kind of close our podcast out on tonight. You know what I'm saying? Or Man. today, this I gotta hear this. This dude has he, he so so you know so Draymond has a podcast, right? And okay, pe- people were getting on him, especially the media, because. They're like, yo, man, why are you so focused on these podcasts, bro? Like, you need to just focus on getting a rebound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for and, sure. And, and he was he got really heated. He got 
hot. When I say heated, I mean he was hot. And he has this whole thing, and I'm not going to get into it right now. Um, it, it's called the new media. He talks about the new media, and okay, and how like you know people in the new media, uh, or how the new media is taken over, and he starts calling you know certain people out, and and my thing is, I really truly agree with what he had to say about, um, you know, uh, his energy with this podcast thing. So let me let me let me find the clip okay. for y'all. Let me yeah, let me, let's let, me in there. Let, let me let me find the clip and I'm gonna play it. And I, I just wanna you know I just wanna hear what your uh, what your thoughts are. And so again, this is this is this dude has a different energy, man. Um, let me see here. Where is it? Let's see. Heard of. Uh... Uh, Draymond's focused on podcasting and blah, blah, blah. Listen, y'all going to get this podcast. Like I told y'all, the beginning of these playoffs, this podcast ain't going nowhere. I'm going to leave the arena. I'm going to return to this hotel room. I'm going to return to my home when we're back in San Francisco. And I'm going to Let's see what we got. Podcast. It will then be uploaded by Jackson. It will be edited by Jackson and uploaded by Jackson, and then you will turn this podcast on and you will listen. <laughs> and that's just that. You're going to get this podcast. I, it baffles me. It's so funny when I when I hear people like, oh, you shouldn't be podcast. So what should I be doing when I get to my room? <laughs> like, should I go to sleep? Should I watch the film of the game? Because I'm going to do that anyway. So what should I be doing when I get to my room? I, I want to know the 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 real answer from people that say Draymond shouldn't be podcasting. So I I hear all the noise about the podcast. It's not going anywhere. You're going to get this podcast. If you don't want to listen, don't. But you're going to get this podcast. And if you want to talk about it, great. You know, I, I know like there's media people. I'm, I'm sorry that this podcast is probably doing better numbers than yours, <laughs> but or your attempt at doing a podcast. I, I ain't the one listening. I mean, so, you know, there's other people listening. So be mad at them. But y'all going to get this podcast. You got it, Joe? Win, lose, huh? draw. I can't hear any of it. Hoisting the trophy. Oh, he's, hold on one second. Putting my ring on my finger. You name it, y'all getting this podcast. So keep talking. Blah blah blah. Enjoy your news cycle tomorrow. Be great. And then make sure you listen to the pie. It'll probably be out before y'all news cycle start. So just make sure you check the podcast out. Because I'm gonna keep giving y'all this podcast. Whether you like it or not. So you can keep complaining about it. You can mention it all you want. Y'all getting this pie. It's just that simple. Man, oh, so so Derek, I you, so you weren't able to you weren't you weren't able to hear uh -huh. the audio. Oh my goodness, oh man, we're, we're we're you're gonna have to listen back, man, post production. Um, because I yeah. think I think how it was set up was it was playing out of one line, and you probably um it probably muted you on the other on the back end. But he basically was talking about pod the the, the whole podcast thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and how you know you gonna get this podcast. 
discipline. You know, I love the energy, man, that he brought, man, in terms of discipline, man. But what are your thoughts on Draymond Green? What do you got with, you know, what do you, what's your issue with Draymond, man? Well, no, I, I ain't got, like, I like Draymond Green. I think he plays hard. And I think he is, I think the, his style of play is getting pushed out in the NBA at times when I think he's more old school. Like we talk about a guy like Dennis Rodman and it's like, I just think Draymond Green's that guy. Like he's, he's a screen man. He's the rebounder. He's the, he's the tempo man. He's the energy, you know, he brings it, you know, he brings an environment that changes the game. I just think, I think at times it just turns into just antagonistic. Yeah. And it's, and for me, it's just kind of like, it's a fine line, right? Because that's, uh, that's an element of his play of like, Hey, I'm going to just derail you mentally. And you can see that because he does that. Well, I just think at times it's like some of that stuff just gets petty, like petty and childish. Like Tatum walked off the court to a timeout and dream on greens, following him around yeah. trying to get the basketball. It's like, dude, that stuff's like, to me, I can't stand stuff like that. Yeah. Now you want to be John back and forth and screen and setting hard screens and blocking out and rebounding and jaw and jaw jacking. I'm all for that, but that type of stuff, like, dude, that's just kitty stuff, dude. I don't get down for that. So yeah. I like that stuff. I don't agree with. And and then it's like you got Peyton Junior following him around too. It's like, dude, dream on you, a leader, bro. Like people are following, they're following your energy. And I think a lot of times he does that in a good way yeah. where he gets the whole squad behind him. I just think at times it's like, like go to your huddle, bro. Amen. Like, and so that's, that's my only issue at times, but it's, it's, it's tough, right? Because 90% of the time, what he's doing is it's like, who's doing that? Like he's providing an energy from a, in my opinion, a very fundamental part of basketball that's kind of missing nowadays. Yeah, for sure. You know, for incredible sure. talent, man, like an incredible basketball player. I love it because it is an element of basketball that a lot of guys just, they've just, they've just turned into, I just want to shoot the ball 40 feet like Steph Curry. When it's like, well, where are the other fundamentals that I think Draymond Green is really, you know, like, I don't think they understand. Do you know how much fundamental basketball Steph Curry's worked on? Like, that was kind of like the thing that our previous guest, Burf, brought up, like that Michael Jordan commercial. Oh, I'm sorry. You just you didn't see any of this hard work. Like they just see Steph Curry shooting all these ridiculous shots when it's like you missed the years of fundamental just layups pull-ups 12 footers free throws like you missed all of that stuff yeah all the yeah. defensive work all of all of this the little teeny fundamental things that he does so effortlessly you just want to go and jack threes and it's like that's the thing like i think at times you know the skill set of of that guy that just sets the tempo for their team. It's, it, it's overlooked at times, just the yeah. rebounding, blocking out defense screen game, you know, he, Hey man, Jermon's a hooper, man. And he has a really good basketball IQ and it's, it's yes. fun. It's fun yes. to see him take the ball up the, up the court and dribble. Like he's a he's, great passer. It's versi- he's, dude, it's like his versatility is very special, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't make him like him anymore, man. No. You know, he he reminds me a little bit of Ben Wallace, a little bit. I don't know if you remember Ben Wallace for the Pistons. Come on, but, man. But, well, he's, but he got he's more offense. Yeah. Than Ben, but no, a, a hundred percent. Like, uh, I think he he's got some elements of like Charles Barkley in him too. Even though I thought Charles Barkley was a was a more of an offensive talent than than he is. Oh, dude. But just Charles. the but Charles just from the attitude, tempo. Big man running the floor, blocking out, rebounding, just, you know, uh, dude, Charles was a fundamental guy, too. Oh, no doubt. People don't understand that the dream team, Charles, on the dream team he was on, Charles was the leading scorer. People don't realize that. This dude was was so athletic. Charles was something special, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, we can can go off top, man. But, look, look, listen, man, at the end of the day, Golden State in six, mark my word, so you, you know what I'm they're saying? Gonna take it in Boston they're going to take it tonight. They're taking it tonight, bro. Oof. They're taking it tonight. Oof. So, so hey man, hey, this was, this was a good one today. This was a good one today, man. So shoot, man, for all our listeners and supporters, thank you all. Have a tremendous day. For Derek Divine, this is Josiah Gano with the All Things Performance. You guys have a blessed day. So just make sure you check the podcast out because I'm gonna keep giving y'all this podcast, whether you like it or not. So you can keep complaining about it. You can mention it all you want. Y'all getting this pod.